Hi guys, welcome back. It's Marissa, Miriam, and Sarah, and welcome back to Sundays at Sarah. Yes, so today, actually, since we're recording right now, the first episode of Sundays at Sarah's will already be released on most podcast streaming apps, so you can already listen to it. So we're really excited that we finally launched this podcast. We've been working for a really long time, um, planning, dreaming, and Mm -hmm. we're just happy that it is finally out in the open. It is launched. It is released. You guys have been giving us your feedback. We've been loving it. And thank you for sharing it with (laughs) your your feed and your followers. It really means a lot to us that you guys are excited as much as we are and sharing that excitement with other people. It's really cool and really sweet. Um, even my my boss at work. Oh yeah, you were saying you yeah. your coworkers. Oh, yeah. yeah, my coworkers are like, hey, we saw, like, we share, we listened in, like, this is so exciting, you know. Whoa. So it just feels really cool that we're actually doing this. Yeah. And even though it's still like so early in the beginning, mm-hmm. and we we still have like a lot of stuff that we want to work on, and uh, we've been Likes. like listening. Yeah. <laughs> we've been listening to your guys' feedback, so hopefully we can get everything set up soon um yeah yeah thank you yeah let's get into the topic so today we're gonna be talking about (laughs) about um is art school worth it and or is it necessary necessary? and um before that we're gonna talk a little bit about something that happened in in california and cal Mm -hmm. arts so there's a I don't know, Miriam brought this up to our attention <laughs> that there's a protest going on because CalArts announced that they're going to do a tuition hike and that there's students outside protesting. And Yeah, anyway. so how I, I was scrolling on Twitter and what I saw was a bunch of students and um, CalArts students there protesting because recently they just announced that their tuition is now going to be more than $50,000. So there's a bunch of students protesting outside of the Board of Trustees, and it looks like students are facing around a 4.5 increase in their tuition. And of course, a lot of them are sad and, you know, it's art. That $50,000 is a lot of money. <laughs> I think we and can all agree that that's like a lot of money. Yeah, and definitely. that's 50000 for their degree, not per semester. I, yeah. I was confused at first. Yeah. Well, yeah. And, um,. So, also, what I saw was that it looks like each year, or through, no, through the past five years, it's been increasing to almost, like, $10,000. So, from five years ago to now, tuition has gone up Mm $10,000. And they said that, like, it's probably going to keep going up. Like Why? Did they say why? I wasn't, like, well, this is just, like, what I saw. Like, I, I was reading this article... Um, and I think it was from the hyper allergic or allergic hyper allergic dot com. So if you want to go to hyper allergic, you can see the article. It's by Renee Reisman, um, and it's pretty recent. It's from March twelfth, two thousand nineteen, and there, there's also like a lot of photos, so you can see all the students like protesting too. Mm-hmm. And I, I've even on Twitter, I've seen people. Um, post photos about like students, art students being homeless in the Cal Arts, and like we were just talking about this earlier about how they're homeless, but they're still trying to go to school. Yeah, that's so ridiculous. Like, how how is it possible? Well, one, it's frustrating because when you're applying for school and you're trying to figure out, you know, you either 
have been saving up knowing that it's going to be a set amount for however many four or five classes you're going to take or you're you know applying for through FAFSA for loans or grants and they give you a set amount for that year so then if it changes like over by the next semester I don't know if they have like a quarter system I know I have a couple cousins in California mm-hmm. they don't go to art schools they go to you know just regular universities but they have quarter systems but still to expect and have money set aside or be saving up for a certain amount and then all of a sudden have those things continue to increase and then you have nowhere to live because instead of having money for rent you're now having to put that towards paying school paying mm-hmm. off your loans making sure that you can get your supplies for that semester supplies yeah. aren't cheap like that's yeah. what what everyone pays in books is what we pay in supplies and more Mm-hmm. like it's so and ridiculous yeah. and like I think every year that I was in school and like when I would do my taxes like I spent over a thousand dollars every year just on art supplies Holy yeah shit. so it's like obviously even if you get a grant or even if you get a scholarship which I'm pretty sure a lot of students have that are going to Cal Arts um like a lot of it just it's gonna go by fast because it's like uh a ton of it is going to go towards your tuition. Whatever is left over is going to go towards your supplies, maybe, like, your food. Um, but after that, you're still going to need a, a means of living. Yeah. And a lot of them are out of state, right? Yeah. So that, does that include the out-of-state tuition? Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. It does, or? Uh, I think it does. Like, I remember I also... I think it was in the same article, mm-hmm. but I saw that... Um, international students were also protesting too, say, and their signs were saying like, international students shouldn't have to pay more. Um, you know, they're already coming from a different country. You know? Yeah, and they already usually pay more mm-hmm. than whatever the tuition is set at that state, anyway. So yeah, and universities universities love to put diversity in their yeah, and in it's their, like if you love diversity, you should make, make it, it easier, easier accessible. Like, yeah or have more programs to help yeah yeah so as like as this was going on um cal arts also said that they had increased their scholarships by 5.2 million um around for the same time period Mm -hmm. but i think we were all still in a negative eye towards that because yeah we're, who who are those scholarships going to? Mm-hmm. So many scholarships, scholarships go unclaimed. Yeah. And so many people won't qualify for scholarships just based off your GPA. Like, we were talking about at UTEP, the most art scholarships that you can apply for through the university system, you have to have a 3.0. And I've seen some of them where you have to have a 3.5 even to qualify or to be even considered for those scholarships. Full-time student, 3.0, yeah. 3.5. Yeah. That's such an insanely high GP. requirement yeah. for... So, so I don't I don't see these $5.2 million realistically being claimed and fully dispersed. Yeah. And also, CalArts is just... It's like a huge school. Like, there's so many students in CalArts... So even if it was divided evenly, I feel like it would be such a small pool. chunk yeah, that everyone gets. Like if if it was, if, mm-hmm. it was yeah. if it was even distributed distributed even, yeah. to everyone. That is crazy. Then you also said that you were seeing like other people because you follow a lot of illustrators oh, on yeah, Twitter. Yeah, yeah. So what I was seeing was yeah. like since people were seeing all those photos of the protests, 
um, a lot of illustrators were saying how, or saying their experience from from school, and a lot of them were saying that they didn't think that art school was necessary, that they didn't think that they benefited from art school. Um, they were saying that their teachers would just play a video and that's it. Like they wouldn't even teach them anything and they would just have to learn from the video. And just like a lot of poor reviews and not any freedom of expression. They're These having people to didn't do. go to Cal Arts or they no, were? No, some of them I think they did, but, but it was like a certain hashtag that was going around where just people were sharing their experience from, like going, school from experience. going to art school. Yeah. And a lot of them were like really negative, the ones that I saw. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, you guys can find out more. Uh, look at the hash or the at Cal Arts Without. Um, but that's a perfect segue yeah. to our topic today, which is uh, is art school necessary? Is art school necessary? Um, so we went over the polls that we of a post that we did on yeah. Instagram. So we took a poll on Instagram. Uh, we asked, is art school necessary, yes or no? And then we also asked, why or why not? What are the benefits of going and not going? Yeah. <laughs> so this poll that we put, from just the question, yes or no, uh-huh. it was a pretty even divide So it from was, the yes and no. Yeah, so it was yeah. almost 50-50. What did you say? 47% said no, they didn't think art school was necessary, and 52% of people believe that it is. Uh, some of the things that you guys said, um, we're just going to leave it all anonymous just in case. Yeah. I don't know how people feel about this and you don't want to come off one way or another. I get it. We don't know. We didn't ask permission, so we're just going to leave it anonymous. But someone said, someone that voted yes said that the connections and what you learn from your professors is what makes art school worth it and necessary and that your mentors are your, your, prof- your professors are your best mentors. Mm-hmm. Another one that voted no thought that it's not it's more important how much practice and time you put into your work rather than having to attend school. Mm-hmm. Another um, another one said no that it's extremely beneficial in networking but and in finding opportunities but that it's not necessary. Mm-hmm. And then someone that voted yes uh, thinks that the benefits of going to art school is to learn where a lot of art movements began and learn about the different styles. Um, so that's a, a positive of going to art school. Mm-hmm. Yeah, another another um, another one of you guys said no, that it is beneficial, uh, but n- by no means necessary. And um, what else? Yeah. So and someone else said yes. They said, I think critiques are very beneficial. Um, mm-hmm. And you also meet a lot of awesome people, which is true because, yeah. like, I met you guys yeah, <laughs> at art school. So, <laughs> um, what was another one? Someone um, that voted no said artists are on a path of discovery, and that going to school isn't necessary or better. It's just another tool, which yeah. is very valid. That is, mm-hmm, that's true. true. Well, this one, this last <laughs> one that I'm about to read said yes and no. Um, so I'm gonna read it verbatim. So it says, the rise of social media and online learning tools made building an audience platform and establishing a foundation more accessible. Our school used to be the standard for making a career connections and solidifying your technical abilities. But the tools are more readily available for free or at a lower cost in books, websites, and seminars. Our school definitely still has its merits, particularly for people who may be more productive with the structure of a classroom setting versus self-study. Whoa. 
true. Yes. It is still available. Available. <laughs> it is still a viable option for someone who feels experience would be conductive to personal and professional growth, but it isn't the only available path to take to build a career anymore. Yeah. So I think that really does encompass that's what like most whole, of us feel. Yeah. That. It, it depends on the person, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess we can talk about some of the pros and uh, pros and cons of going to art school and also the pros and cons of not going to art school. So what do you guys think? I think kind of summarizing what the majority of everybody thought, what everyone thought were the pros are the connections that you make, that you have someone, professors and mentors mm-hmm. to guide you. You get to be introduced to many professional artists. You know, I, they would bring in people, not all the time, yeah. but they would Megan bring in, pool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and you get to learn and, at the same time, oh, sorry, like, no, no, no. um, you, sometimes you have to do that for, like, assignment, like, you have oh, to yeah. go and look at someone's work at a museum, or you have to, yeah, and study the work, and that's, so you're, they're making you go on your own as well to see other artists, so mm-hmm. that's, like, another thing. The other pro is that you're working on many projects at the same time. And so you learn time management real quick. I mean, maybe you don't. Yeah. <laughs> not, not me. It says no. Um, I, yeah, you're taking most of the time two to three studios at a time uh-huh. on top of whatever core that you're taking. So balancing on your core studies on top of work and then having, mm-hmm. you know, three, two to three different portfolios for different mediums happening simultaneously. You have to be, even if you don't think you are good at time management, you make yourself do it. Do it. There's no way. Otherwise, you're just not going to make it. And the last pro would be... This is something that you had mentioned, and I I feel like this is especially, like, for you guys, because you guys are printmakers. Since I'm a painter, like, it is... I can do it at home. It is a little bit more difficult because of the fumes and the toxins. Like, you just have to have, like good ventilation but i feel like for you guys especially that you need the press like you need the dark room you need um what is it like where the acids are like yeah there's separate rooms just for sarah and i that we were that was my minor sarah's double minor double Double major major. sorry um there's a whole room for the chemical baths for the rosin there's a whole room downstairs that has three presses how much is each press it's like the cost of a car Kim would always yeah, tell us either yeah. car or press like four thousand five hundred five thousand dollars i think even more for yeah depending on the, the nicer ones yeah that's like a used press having yeah. like yeah. The, the big hot plates the water baths the paper just to blotting paper yeah like, just a whole section know, just to having paper. A, a center for your computers so that you can scan images mm-hmm. and mess with them on photoshop mm-hmm. having photoshop at your disposal having a dark room having a lithography studio all of that power is at your disposal the same thing with ceramics mm-hmm. the same thing with sculpture we have a, a wood shop we were taught how to make furniture we were taught how to use all this equipment we were taught how to weld and you know work with mm-hmm. a bunch of material yeah we had to pay for our paper our inks things like that and those things Some are pricey tools, yeah. but you save so much yeah you save thousands <laughs> like just on the equipment alone and then and you get to learn so much in so yeah. different areas yeah and mm-hmm. in such a short amount of time uh-huh. especially if you're just taking an introduction class 
Um, you learn so much. Yeah. yeah. I think in the last week, maybe the last few weeks that I was in the printmaking studio working on my final portfolio, it really hit me that, wow, like, this is the last time I'm going to be in a setting like this where I have all of this. And, I mean, for lithography, which was what I was doing, there were three of us upstairs. It was really quiet, peaceful. I had that room to my complete disposal to do and experiment as much as I wanted. Mm -hmm. And it really dawned on me that I should be so thankful that, yeah, I paid money and that sucks, like, but I have so many tools at my hand being in there and I really started to feel like this is so bittersweet like I'm happy to be done I can't wait to get my degree and cross the stage and be done with this no more assignments no more portfolios deadlines all this stuff mm -hmm. but I I was I'm really I already missed the studio like mm -hmm. I remember dreading going in like if I had to go on the weekend before my shift at work but now it's like where am I gonna go print like if I want to yeah, print exactly. now I have to think about alternative ways of printing or maybe doing some silk screens because that's a little bit more accessible and I can make stuff from that but having those presses that was I don't even know yeah. how, like and I think that was like another thing this is like specific to our school but a lot of schools don't have as many presses uh -huh. or, yeah us. and um I think I saw um like a post from the RISD Instagram and they had like a huge kiln yeah and but they were um gonna dispose of it because it hadn't been in use for years Sheesh. so it was just sitting in a room like this huge kiln they could have been using that room they could have been using that kiln if it worked you know for and, those who don't know that's what you use to oh, heat yes. your ceramic vessels yeah, and to fire to fire your whatever you're making with ceramic objects but they're really expensive, and we have even a small one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> there's gas ones. There's electric yeah. ones. There's the ones that are outside, and they like. I don't know oh yeah, yeah, like the natural the kind of the natural. <laughs> I'm not sure. So, what are some cons that we could talk about about our school? Or definitely the stress. Cost. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, both. Yeah, I think. Money is always, like, and we go to yeah. a school that is maybe a bit more affordable. We don't go to an art institute, you know, we're going Specific, to yeah. uh, um, one of the Texas UT systems. But well, it's still, it's just expensive to go to school, yeah, period. And whether you have loans and FAFSA, like, help from your parents, you're saving, you're working. It's just an expensive thing to keep up with. If uh, on top of having other bills or obligations that you have to provide for yourself, so that's one of the top ones when I think of like a con is that it's just not as accessible to everybody. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm very lucky that I um, was able to get Hazelwood for my dad, and um, I applied for scholarships and I got a couple of them in the five years that I was in. I got two art scholarships, um, each for like seven hundred to a thousand dollars which covered supplies, which was really helpful. But they're, they cheat you. They cheat you in the system. Like yeah. Any little way that they can make money, they're going to do it. Yeah. Any little way that they can not tell you something so that you end up paying fees, just fees alone, interest, all of that is so ridiculous. It's so insane to think that people can just you know, drop $900 on a class at their disposal if 
they don't drop it on by the right time or whatever it might be or you have to pay fees to be in certain courses on top of paying tuition Mm -hmm. it's just isn't there like a 75 or 50 dollar fee i'm i'm sure studio yeah, studio just, classes. Yeah. Which yeah. is, I mean, in retrospect, nothing yeah, that, to have a studio. Yeah, and that's to, that's the, the special projects that they would give mm-hmm. us, like, cyanotypes. And those are, yeah, those are yeah. great. But then there's other classes where it's, like, a $10, $15 fee for um, an auditorium class where you're there with, like, 10 other, or no, not 10 other, like, 50 or 60 other people. And yeah. they're charging you $10, $15 for what Mm -hmm. yeah and for us like since it is art school um like we mentioned earlier the supply cost like it really goes up on top of the tuition so we don't really have art centers we have one art store and then we have michael's and hobby lobby Mm -hmm. but we don't have you know we have to pay a lot of money just for shipping for products because Mm -hmm. a lot of what we work with are chemicals and they're heavy and the paper is or, super yeah, the, delicate and, and it has to be shipped a certain way so all these things go into the cost and of course even if you don't go to school and you're buying your materials that's gonna just cost that's just a part of making art and investing back into your craft but when you're doing that with tuition and whatever other things you have to pay it can be very overwhelming and feeling overwhelmed and stressed not just in that way but your emotional like the emotional toll it takes i think you can maybe talk a little bit about this too is um i mean we all deal with finals and critique weeks and not only do we have finals like normal other school other school goers have like like the finals for math science art history stuff like that but we also have our critique weeks where we have to work um just as hard and harder because we have to study for all this and create a successful portfolio and our critiques are at at least they're a week before the actual finals week but that means during that week or those those it's a span i would say of three weeks where we're just in hell everyone's running around like a headless chicken (laughs) Mm -hmm. we don't know what the fuck is going on everyone's in a bad mood everybody has (laughs) everybody needs to use the materials yeah uh, the the print studio is a mess. The blotting sheets suck. Yeah. Some, yeah. Someone put a wet paper in there. <laughs> oh and then also with that, um, because you're doing so much work, you're not in the right headspace. Yeah. Like, there's been so many times where I've gone to Marissa and Sarah, and we've been, like, crying about our problems not just start crying i know like not just like not just school but like personal problems like things that we're going through and and you don't really get a chance to deal with that because you're forced to deal with the task at hand Mm -hmm. which is your portfolio and your critique and your tests and all these other things and it's like i don't think people understand because sometimes we're in the studio on the weekends like we're at school for like multiple hours and we have to go again um on the weekends when like sometimes the studios like aren't open we're going on our own time like making our own time for the studio and it's it's just so much different i feel when you're when you're studying art because this is something that you're doing like with your hands 
Um, and it's not just like a test that you can study the night before mm-hmm. or like two days before. Um, it's like a long process to have a good final portfolio. Mm-hmm. So and yes, there are those people who do things the day or night before. Mm-hmm. It can tell right away who what who's, who's putting in the work. You can see that's it, the thing. Like you and can it reflects see the in effort, grade, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it reflects yeah. in their critique as well. And I think adding on to this feeling of stress you know we talked about one of the pros is you learn time management but the con is that you're working so fast paced that you feel so chaotic and overwhelmed all the time and sometimes your relationships with other people are strained if you have um a significant other or you're not spending enough time with your family your parents your brothers your sisters your dog your cat your pets anything (laughs) like that like it's definitely i've definitely had my fair share of issues you know, feeling like I'm not spending enough time with so-and-so mm-hmm. or feeling guilty about where I'm having to put my time into. So that's definitely another con or just something that's going to... is another yeah. stressful thing to consider when you're going to go back into school. I think most degrees, but especially for studios, like you're there six hours a day in studio, you're expected to spend that much time outside yeah. of the studio. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that that is a big thing to consider also not feeling good enough because it is art is so subjective Mm -hmm. and not everyone's going to love your work you're not always going to love your work your professors definitely aren't (laughs) (laughs) and seeing so many people's stuff it can be very inspiring it can also be really discouraging and you're definitely always Comparing, comparing yeah. yourself that's, that's a big part of it is comparison when especially like like we were saying like because you're spending so much time in the studio when you work so hard but then you have like a bad critique like that could be such a heartbreaking moment yeah. because you're or no one even responds yeah, to that um, it's tough. it's it's tough and it is tough to like kind of like work in a critique and like respond and mm-hmm. have the energy to like tell you like your thoughts and your opinions but uh like no responses yeah is probably just as bad as a bad response yeah Yeah, like yeah um and one of the last things we wrote down as a con is being let down by your experience and we kind of touched on miriam was mentioning some people from um some illustrators that she follows on twitter and just like this hashtag that was going around that some people just don't have a good experience in in their in their schools and some professors are really crappy unfortunately they don't put in as much effort they don't care maybe they have favorites and they pay attention to those students and neglect everyone else so that's also another it's like you take a gamble you're taking a risk when Mm -hmm. you apply to a school because you don't know necessarily which professors you're going to get and how long you're going to have them and if they're what they're putting in to your education so you I mean, I was, I think, looking back at everything, I had a really good experience, and I think I could have done a lot of things to make my experience better, but that's not the case for everyone. Some people just don't, yeah, they don't, they don't get a good job. Yeah, especially like I I can think like I also believe that like my experience was a positive one, but I can also pinpoint like certain parts of like. Um, the school year where like either I wasn't comfortable with the professor mm-hmm. I didn't like the way they were teaching I didn't feel like I was being oh, taught yeah. very well like by certain professors and 
Um, like you said, like sometimes you have to have the same professor over and over depending on what your major is. Mm-hmm. So it can be kind of discouraging because you want, you like the medium that you're working in, but the professor just you doesn't fancy you. Um, I'm not sure. They don't like your work. Mm-hmm. Um, they don't understand your subject matter. It could be so many different variables like that's going mm-hmm. on. Sorry. Are we talking about our experiences? Well, I mean, you can just... No, I mean... Do you want to just move into the pros and cons of not going to school? Like, we can... Wait, I thought we were going over the pros and cons already. Well, we made pros and cons for going to art school, and we made a list of pros and cons for not going to art school. Oh, so the pros of not going to art school... um, I was speaking to the preparator that I work with at an undisclosed place. (laughs) I was talking to someone... And he was telling me that as a student, the way I price my work is not as much as someone who's already in the field. And that person may have never gone to art school, but they might be the same age as me or have less experience than me. So they could price their work at a higher rate for whatever reason. But I, since I'm a current student, cannot be pricing my work at that rate because um, I have a label of student and I'm still learning and I'm still, I mean, everyone's still fucking learning. Oh, whatever. Everyone's still learning. Oh, should we not cuss? I don't, I don't think that um, matters. Uh, okay. We'll please stand up. But, no. um. I'm not going to bleep it out. <laughs> I'm not going to cut it. I'm not going to bleep it. <laughs> right. Well, like, someone with just as much experience or less experience than me can be putting their work at a higher price than me just because they don't have the label of being an undergraduate student. Right. Which is bananas I, I just that's ridiculous yeah. why since I'm actively going to school I'm actively working on my work and maybe this person is so too is that a con of going to art school well, or I guess is that it's a like pro a, like it's, it's both because con for me going to school pro for him because he didn't have to pay all the work or pay all the the money that that I am paying or have to pay like, to have the work to value. have the work valued at a higher rate I think some of the other pros we were looking at for not going to school is your time. And it could be a double-edged sword. It could be a double Yeah, it, that's what I was trying to think. Because that last comment um, from our poll where someone replied, it's a viable option for someone who feels the experience would be... Oh, no, no, not that line. That it's... Art school definitely still has its merits, particularly for people who may be more productive with the structure of a classroom setting versus self-study. So if you are someone who is disciplined or knows the way that you're going to work best, then that that can definitely be a pro is that you're not having to dedicate six hours a day to a studio and your cores. You're just focusing on your art and maybe if you have a job that you're also working. Uh, working at. And that's also another pro is that because your time is opened up, you can work more mm-hmm. and maybe be a full-time worker, be saving more money, and be putting some of that money back into your art and just doing your own research. Yeah. Another pro that um, we came up with is that you can work at your own pace, kind of similar to you can like make your own schedule, like Marissa was saying. But in this way, I feel like... Because we're, we were working so many on so many projects at the same time, sometimes what we wanted to be refined was not as refined. Yeah. And you don't really know, like, 
what you want until like after critique or mm-hmm. after like it's already over you're like i could have done this i could have done that but because of time restraint uh you yeah, were not able to do those things so that was like another thing that you could do like if not not going to art school that you can work at your own pace and also maybe not stress yourself out so much since you're not having to go or if you want to take out less projects because you're able to mm-hmm do you want to do the cons? Yeah. So cons of not going to art school is, I agree with this first one, not being able to talk to anyone about your work unless you have other art friends or online friends you can talk to. But even then, you're subject to getting um, Bi- like biased criticism. Opinion. Oh, yeah. that's great. I mean, that's great that they're supporting you, but sometimes you need that that neutral perspective or someone that will tell you the truth and you know that they're telling you the truth Mm -hmm. and that's what critiques are for and you get lots of critiques and more than you probably need at school um another one is um not having a direct insight on how to get your work out there so i guess this goes to professional practices so in professional practices is a class that we're required to take at art school where it teaches you how to navigate or how to really set yourself up for success um do you have that in real life maybe maybe not um not directly you're not taking a direct class i'm sure you can find some online resources or books Mm -hmm. um but it's not at your disposal as it is in school yeah and i feel like um i know some people said that no like that you don't need to go to art school because there's so many different tools that you can use Uh but also at the same time like you said you you're not getting critiques or there's not really one specific place where you can find critiques but at the same time uh even somebody in our poll said that it is good for like networking and like you know finding a job or different opportunities and especially if you're someone who's shy uh, you might like love art, but if you're shy, it's kind of hard to put yourself out there, mm-hmm. I feel. And to take the first step to ask somebody what they really think about your work or to f- ask somebody for an art-related job or to take on different like commissions or whatever. So mm-hmm. that could be something that because because you're working on your own, you're having to do your research 10 times like more yeah. and more intensive. And then the last con that we put down was not having the materials you need without spending mass amounts of money. And this kind of goes back to ha- the pro of going to school being that you have your the studio at your disposal. But I think what it also means is that, or what I'm interpreting now thinking about this, is that I see a lot of people who don't go to school using bad materials and then selling that their work as if they were investing in the materials what Uh some of the things that you're taught about in school and it's not to be like an elitist thing or you have to spend so much money to make good art Mm -hmm. but that you want the art to survive and not every artist is like that some sometimes that's the point of someone's art but we're taught what kind of paper is archival the inks the paints the oils that are gonna help make those products last and will also perform better have a better quality there's a difference in buying the $10 acrylic paint set at Michael's and the $20 canvas versus buying your own canvas, making your own stretcher, um, and then using maybe even just Liquitex. I don't know a lot about painting. That's just like what's coming to my mind right now. I don't know what the good paints Windsor and Newton. 
and you don't always have to spend a lot of money on art, but sometimes that's you're going to get a better blend using better material. It's the same thing in tattooing. You can learn how to spit shade or a color flash with a cheap watercolor pan. Mm -hmm. You're not going to have smooth blends. You're not going to have smooth transitions. When you invest in your materials, like I just invested in, um, they're called Dr. Mark, Dr. P.H. Martin, mm -hmm. I think. The inks. The hydras, the inks. Yeah. They're like a fine watercolor ink, and I believe they're archival. It's a set of 10, and they're not that big of a vial. They're pretty tiny. It's 85 bucks just for that set. But that, from my mentor and his mentor, was the number one recommended product because it's going to aid you in your performance and in learning because mm -hmm. there's going to be a much steeper curve with some of those cheaper materials or even with the curve they're just never going to perform the way that your work should be presented luckily i was able to use a coupon and i had a connection at the store and she gave me her team member discount so mm -hmm. i got that set at a much discounted price but you at school i think the benefit is that they're showing you all kinds of different materials, all kinds of different mm -hmm. papers and things that you can work on that are going to be better quality and therefore maybe be able to help you price your work a little bit higher. Mm -hmm. So if you don't go to school, you're not, maybe you are, but again, it goes back to you having to research that independently and those things take a lot more time than if you have That's a professor guiding you through a list of things that are recommended to get. Also, um, depend, speaking of materials, like depending on your work and the type of your work you're doing, sometimes like a professor will specifically recommend you as an individual a certain material mm -hmm. or a certain type of paper, a certain type of uh, medium um, that they'll introduce you to that you maybe never would have heard of if mm -hmm. they didn't introduce it to you. I know that's happened to me in drawing several times yeah. where I've been introduced to like paper or a different material um, because they saw a benefit that I would benefit from using that material. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't know what else to add to that. That's pretty much... Like, you can tell right away... Because I've gone to local art shows... And not only the material used, but also the presentation. Mm -hmm. So, for example, um, maybe... I mean, there's no problem with it, too. But yeah, when you put... Uh, like, let's say you, you can only afford a frame from Savers and, and the glasses touching the work straight on. We're taught that that's not good. We, we learned in school how to make shadow boxes because that helps preserve the work better mm -hmm. or how to present your work so that it looks the best possible. I've seen work where it's like put in a little corner off to the side in a really dim lit room. And that's not how you want to present your work. You want it to look the best possible way. So even learning presentation. Yeah, learning is presentation is a very important thing too. Mm -hmm. And I also feel like especially you Sarah you would have like experience with that because you work in a museum setting mm -hmm. and it's like you wouldn't have gotten that museum setting job or mm -hmm. occupation if you hadn't gone to art school right yeah which also goes back to the whole presentation thing because I see some people putting their work too high too low off center. I mean yeah I mean each their own, you but. shouldn't feel bad if you can't afford the most expensive thing. Right. I've definitely, like, in my drawings, I work with what's affordable mm -hmm. for mm -hmm. me and what's accessible to me. 
like I said, I got those inks discounted. I'm always uh-huh. trying to find the discounts, the coupons, all these things. That's not to say that just because I think a con is that you, you're not working with the best materials is that you only have to work with the best materials. Mm-hmm. You work with what you've got, but, you know, make sure you're investing in the quality of the piece and the presentation because if you're really caring about investing in your work, investing in your art, then you want other people to see that you put that much attention and care into it, regardless of what you're able to afford and to work with. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that'll make them pay more for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you guys want to maybe mention some artists that they the audience might be familiar with, or maybe not, so that way they can see like they're successful artists who went to school and got their degrees, and there are plenty more who. <laughs> never went to school for it and did just fine mm-hmm. making art so yeah so we wrote down a list of artists who did uh well I, I would say famous artists like that you learn like history books or whatever um and that, contemporary yeah too. that did and did not go to school uh the first ones i wrote down were jasper johns Ai Weiwei, Frida Kahlo, Yoko Ono, and Keith Haring. And those are some pretty big names. That, mm-hmm. And, um... Basquiat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And then, um, some of them even dropped out of school. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. they maybe they didn't feel that they were learning, like, what they needed to learn. Or they learning. just didn't see the benefit mm-hmm. of it. Yeah. And then some people who did go to school and they... I don't have it. My thing didn't update. Okay, so some of the artists that did go to school were Carol Walker, David Shrigley, Julie Manretu, Tessa Dean, Kiki Smith, and Emming? What was her name Tracy again? Tracy Emin. Tracy Emin. So that's the that's the woman whose name we couldn't think of in yes. our female artist episode. Our yeah. very first episode. The yeah. one that we were describing the tent everyone I've ever slept with, yeah. with all the names inside. Yeah. Um, that's who it is. That's yeah. who did that Tracy piece. Emin. Tracy Emin. A wonderful piece. Yes. And I think a lot of them are very recent. Uh-huh. Or fairly young people, especially Kara Walker. Yeah. I mean, she found a lot of immediate success with her art you know very quickly after graduating Mm -hmm. and not to say that's the case for everybody but for some it is you know going to school or not going to school is not indicative of all of your success in the future it's all about what you put into whatever it is you're going to do and also I mean like mentioned before both the artists that went or didn't go to school it, it was all about their efforts and right. to, to make work. All right. So I think now we can talk about our own experience in art school. Um, should we go those who have graduated Oh, first? okay. I guess. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I don't have to go first. Okay. So um, I guess I, like I said before, I was pretty satisfied with the program that I was in. Um, there are some parts that I wish I did have more education, I guess you could say, but I did learn a lot. And I think the thing I learned the most was I learned the most about myself mm-hmm. <laughs> and I did that through my work. And I think I wouldn't have figured that stuff out if the professors weren't asking me really complicated questions okay. not not about my work but about Yourself. myself and why i was 
making work like this and to look deeper within myself. I don't even know how they like worded the questions, but sometimes like in class, they'll just ask you something and you're like, oh wow, like I, I don't know the answer to that. And like, I don't know how to answer that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess I, I definitely feel it was beneficial for me too as well, because um, like we said, because you're working at such a fast pace, you're also improving a lot quicker than maybe you would if you didn't go to art school. Um, so I definitely like seeing my old works and seeing the works that I'm doing now in such a short amount of time, I feel like it did improve and improve like a lot. Um, but yeah, I, I do think it could have been better in certain ways. Um, I guess like for me, it like the time management thing. <laughs> yeah. um, at the beginning, I kind of didn't... Or also, like, taking classes seriously. Some of the earlier classes, I feel like I didn't really take seriously. I didn't really feel like they would benefit me in my future major. But they do. They actually do benefit you. Mm-hmm. And so I think some of those I would have taken... I wish I would have taken seriously. There were some, like professors I didn't get along with of course there's going to be some like things like that or maybe some bad critiques but overall I think it was a really positive experience for me Mm -hmm. I think I touched on this earlier for my experiences that I think I would have gotten a lot more out of it if I had put more of myself into it the same thing with you Terry would It wasn't until Terry started asking me more questions. Well, why are you doing this? Why this material? Why this particular statement? Et cetera, et cetera. And me really having to look at my work more in depth and internally. Mm -hmm. But I think... Well, let me just start over, I guess. So I think, like... I think, like, for you, because, like, when we were talking before like earlier in classes it was hard for you to open up about your subjects to the professors and I feel like from that happened to me as well like I didn't really want to talk about my work but once I started opening up about the subject just to my professor not really to anybody Mm -hmm. else I was able to like expand more on what was going on like yeah or what I wanted I think another big thing for me though was that I was so shy, and we kind of touched on this, like, earlier in the pros and cons, that if you're a really shy person, and you're not participating so much, you're not going to get as much out of it, and that's really how I was. When when I came to UTEP, I had just moved from the Dallas-Fort Worth area. I just graduated high school, spent my graduation summer moving everything across to the other side of Texas, and when I came to the school, I didn't have any friends. Like, I didn't know anybody all of my cousins that are, they live here, they were not attending school or they live on the other side of the city. I wasn't really seeing anybody and I had started working at my job and I, you know, I made friends with my coworkers. I met my boyfriend there, but those things didn't happen right away. Mm-hmm. And especially when I went into school, those friendships and relationships didn't happen right away and they just don't really come so naturally to me. I think generally I am more of an introverted person and obviously once I get to know people I feel very comfortable and I open up more and I can be more myself but I'm not usually the person to 
reach out and say hi and spark conversation. I'm very reliant on other people to make that first step. And because of that, my, my kind of way of going, like, of seeing school was I go in, I take my classes, I leave, I go to work, I go home, I go to sleep, I start the next day. It wasn't really about meeting people, investing in the studio, networking, going to the, you know, there's weekly gallery show openings inside, um, we have a small contemporary, or not, we have a small gallery inside the Fox Arts Center, and there's always shows rotating out, and there's, I mean, most of the people do receptions for them. I never went to any of that until I met Miriam and Sarah, I think. And Miriam and Sarah really helped break me out of my shell because they just reached out more. Like, they they would ask me, oh, are you looking at this artist? Oh, are you going to go to this opening? Oh, are you going to go to the art walk last Thursdays? <laughs> I didn't know what any of that stuff was. I don't even think I stepped into the Rubin Center until maybe my second year of attending school. The Rubin Center is the gallery that we have outside of the facility. But I really think that I'm obviously so thankful to have my friends and this group, but that didn't come to me until my third year. Mm -hmm. In reality, my third year of attending school. And I think if I had put more effort trying to loosen up and just... I mean, I talked to people. I had my friends or more like acquaintances, I would say. And then some of those relationships did grow, like Brooke. You guys know Brooke. And we started out together the same first classes, the same graphic design, basic design, drawing one courses. And we've obviously, like, kept a good relationship. But I never went out to anything. I never... I was really inspired by both of you looking at how much work you guys put in and looking at how much you guys were actually paying attention to contemporary artists and movements and just seeing how you guys were so excited about art made me more excited about art. So I definitely think I had a good experience. I had a lot of really great professors and yeah, I had, you know, um, a bad experience in graphic design and maybe (laughs) not the best experience in professional practices. But for the most part, like, I I really do see that my work grew a lot. But I see so much more growth in my last two years than anything else. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of that just falls back on me investing back into my studies and in my art. And so I don't blame the university for that. I think the university provided me a really good experience. But it was just what I was willing to put back in and how soon I was willing to do that. Mm -hmm. So what about you, Sarah? Do you think you were satisfied with your... Or you're still in school. Yeah, I'm still so in school. So what do you think um, about it? I mean, I'm beyond satisfied with the program that we have. I feel like I have two very amazing professors, at least with the programs that we have in printmaking and drawing. Uh, Kim and Terry Bauer, who are both a power couple, power team. <laughs> we'll look them up. They have the cutest uh, websites. Kim Bauer... Therese Bauer, um, <laughs> dot com, I think. Um, Couple goals. Yeah, honestly. But um, I, I feel satisfied with the program that I was in. I feel like I had everything at my disposal. Mm-hmm. The tools, the professors, they, they went above and beyond to provide me with help that I needed. Even when I didn't know I needed that help, they were there for it. Um, I mean, Marissa brought out earlier, I have like a little 
bookshelf behind her and she brought out this uh, book that Kim gave me. Um, oh, I think he gave it to me. I, I never gave it back. But it, it's, it's the foot book from Dr. Seuss. Like, it, it was during a, like, at the end of a very stressful semester for me. And I had, that's when I really felt like I started um, hitting my stride. I think it was, like, my second year, like, the end of my second year. And he gave me this book. And he's like, just relax. Like, take take the, the break off. I think it was the winter break. He's like, just don't do anything read this really good book I get uh, I don't I hope he gave me because if not I'm a thief now but um yeah um uh, I I'm very satisfied with the program um with um with myself an active member of the program I feel like um a lot of outside what do they call outside pressures really um burdened me this past year so I moved out of my home I'm working two jobs I've been working two jobs for the past three years so that's like about 30 hours a week of work and a full-time student including summers and um on top of that studio time so um the first year was kind of okay because I was still at home and my schedule wasn't too crazy oh on top of that how did I've been taking the bus all five years of yeah. school <laughs> <I know. laughs> yeah, um, at least we drove ourselves oh, yeah, and, yeah I, I have to ride the bus for an hour and a half to two hours um this past year it turned into two hours because they changed the damn routes and it's oh I could go on but go on. So but, go off. Go on. Well, the thing is, like, I, I feel like a part of me wants to say blame it and point the finger at everything that happened to me. But like, there's two parts to that. Like, I want to blame everything outside, but then also I could be, well, why didn't, why couldn't I just try harder? Why didn't I just work harder? Why didn't I just do to get things done? And that's where depression started selling in this last semester and I feel like this past semester I completely like I feel like I've regressed like my work was hitting a stride um I think at the end of last or at the beginning of last semester I was somewhere good and then a lot of things happened to me and I didn't know how to deal with them and I had so much to juggle I had to drive the fucking bus um and I had to leave my home and uh, a lot of big changes happened to me, and I I wasn't able to handle it, and I suffered for it. My school suffered for it. I suffered for it. Everyone that I worked with kind of suffered for it because I wasn't doing anything to its full potential that I've been able to. And um, that's that's my own fault, I guess. But uh, life would be easier if I didn't have to pay fucking tuition. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, Could it have been better? Yes, if I had been more responsible. If I had really known what uh, my limits were instead of pushing myself so much and not being kind to myself, I would have done a lot better in school. Um, but hindsight is twenty twenty, like they say. Um, hopefully I'll do much better from now on. Yeah, yeah it just... Like, thinking... I mean, th- obviously these are just our personal experiences from... Mm-hmm what we learned or didn't learn in school but I was just thinking that I think we all have had 
a very personal relationship with our professors. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, we call our professors by their first names. Like, you know? Um, yeah. And we've, I've definitely cried in front of both Kim and Terry. Oh, and yeah. Kim wasn't even my professor. He wiped your tears with his shirt. He wiped my tears with his shirt. Uh, at the end Jeez. of, <laughs> I, it was the end of my, um, I think my second to the last semester and I just felt like I had reached a peak and I didn't know what to do next. And like, I was just so clueless of what to do next. And, um, like, I'm so grateful that I have like a close relationship with mm-hmm. both of them. And I know, obviously, like I said, those are just our personal experiences because we get to spend so much time with our professors. And obviously that is not true for all art schools. Um, like Cal Arts, that's like a huge school. Mm-hmm. And there there's so many students enrolled in that school. And it's just purely art students. I can only imagine that they don't receive the amount of attention that mm-hmm. maybe they do need. And um, like we are going to talk about choosing a school that's right for us later in a different podcast but um that's also something that we need we or our viewer or a listener maybe somebody who's interested in going to school or maybe they're not sure which school they're they want to go to something that they can keep in mind for the future just to elaborate a little bit more on the whole professor thing i think that's really what helped us get through school is that that personal really that personal connection we had with our professors and also with each other not only with you guys but also i always felt like in the printmaker room it was like a family mm-hmm. like there is yeah. there's a sense of family at least in our our department like the drawing students mm-hmm. um there's there's like a little community and we know what we're all going through and we're there for each other yeah and exactly. that's yeah that's what helped us helped me through it for sure mm-hmm I agree. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. So, uh, what's the lie? So, let's, let's, so, to really ask the question one more time, what do you guys think? Is art school necessary? No, I don't, I don't think art school is for everybody. The same way I don't think school, higher education is for everyone. And it's always going to be up to the individual. I mean, like, we went over pros and cons. And even in the poll, it was very divided. Yes. What what worked for me might not work for you. And what my experience is might not translate for you. And I don't think going to school or not going to school is indicative by any means of how successful you'll be in life. Um, Of course, having a degree... It does elevate your, um, what is it called? Credibility. (laughs) Your credibility, yeah, Yeah. like in society, for jobs, those sorts of things. But with art, it's just so, like, case by case Mm -hmm. that I really couldn't say yes. And I had a good experience with art school, but I wouldn't say that you have to have it. I just, I do definitely see that there's so much that you can benefit from even if you don't go and get your degree you're four five six it took me five years took you six years yeah. five and a half years so far right now mm-hmm. but 
even if you just take like one or two classes so you can experience that environment, I think would be so beneficial if this is something that interests you, no matter what your age is. I know like my dad always wanted to be it like in art and even become an architect, but just funds and means didn't allow for it. And I think he sees so much of what I do and feels so excited for me that even for him, I encourage him to go and take one class and just see what it's like and have, like we've mentioned, all those tools at your disposal and the mentorship and guidance of some really great people and and then see if it's right for you. Mm-hmm. I don't think it should be shunned off. And I've definitely heard people say, like to me, ew like I don't think art school's like what I don't oh, think if you're yeah. an artist you have to go to art school like all real like all the best or the real artists never went to art school I think it's like that's really rude one like mm-hmm. I wouldn't tell someone that they're making a poor life decision because they don't go to art school and I wouldn't praise someone more because they did mm-hmm. you know your choice is your choice but I do see like you like you can't shut off one or the other that we should be open to the experiences on both sides or to listening to and understanding that there's a benefit from both experiences but I really encourage everyone if you're interested in art to even do one semester one studio and see it if you like it I think there's mm-hmm. so much to be gained and yeah who else yeah <laughs> I'm talking no for so I long. feel like I feel like we all I agree agree like yeah. I can only agree with everything that you just said because it's it's up to the individual mm-hmm. and of course sometimes it is about your circumstances like mm-hmm. maybe you can't afford it maybe you don't have the time maybe time you need to work full time mm-hmm. so just I think staying active in art yeah. and then maybe if you can try to pursue it um like like you said a class maybe or a workshop if you want mm-hmm. um, anything as long as you're staying active I think that is like the most important thing because because we're going to art school or we did go to art school doesn't mean that we would discourage anybody that didn't go to art school like you said yeah. earlier like we just want everybody to stay active in the art community mm-hmm. yeah yeah you guys said it all I don't think I have much <laughs> to add I mean to each their own like Marissa said earlier, every case is different and just how everyone has a different ability or a different level of being able to do something, that's how you should take art school. If you can't do a full class, do a workshop. If you can't even do a workshop, you you know what you gotta do. Go to like, the museum. Go to the museum. Yeah. Yeah. I think just being excited about art is so important. Right. Even there, there have been times that I've dreaded it, but mm-hmm. once I'm there and working on stuff, or it's... when I go and, like, I travel, if I go visit family in California or friends in Dallas, and I go and I see new environments and new museums and new art, it just gets me so excited. Mm-hmm. I think having that excitement is so important and valuable. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think we can agree with that. Yeah. <laughs> yes and no. Yes, yes and, and no. no. Yeah. 
All right, guys. Thank you for listening in again. We hope you continue to listen. Yes. Come back and check out our previous episodes and our future episodes. Follow us on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Email us at Sundays at Sarah's if you guys have feedback or if you guys have any criticisms for us. Like, we are artists, so we have we to do take, a critique. We can take it. <laughs> uh, if you guys have any questions for us, please go ahead and DM Emma us on Instagram. And if you have any ideas for future podcasts you'd like to, or future topics you'd like us to touch on, please message us and we'll definitely be keeping a record of everything that gets suggested and planning it out for future episodes as well. Yeah. So we'd love to hear from you guys. All right. See ya. Bye. All right, thank you. Bye. <laughs>